Welcome to the show. Geektastic Cypher here on Free X Agents Media. And if you guys are watching us over on Twitch, shout out to the Twitch fam, twitch.tv slash Geektastic Cypher. And a big thank you for tuning in to yet another wild edition of the show. We're going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff. But first off, we should start with the usual wonderful information that we all need and we all know may the force be with you ladies and gentlemen may the fourth yes. that's when may we're recording happy may the fourth happy may the fourth should all acquaint i don't know that'd be fourth anthem that'd be amazing well i mean i guess it's the star wars like orchestra thing but you can't sing it well i mean <laughs> yeah you, have, you got a bunch of people humming it i want i want one that i can sing like Star Wars is the best, and I love oh, it. Oh no! Why don't, why don't you do? <laughs> why don't you do you the go. Bill Murray one? The Bill Murray one. Star Wars. No, Star, Star Wars. Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, that's one. Don't let them go away. Oh, I can't believe we are doing that song. But oh, yeah. all that to say, you guys know the deal, and of course. Oh wait, hold this, on, one more, one more. Happy Obi Wan Kenobi. I was just going to say that's oh, what sorry, I was about I to announce. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer dropped, folks. The Obi-Wan Kenobi logo, for some reason, has this lightsaber at the end for the Kenobi and not in the Obi, which I thought would make more sense. Because yeah, it's, it's an eye less noticeable at the end. That's my take on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't seen the trailer yet. I didn't get a chance. What? Neither have I. I didn't. Oh, Guys, it's, it's cool. a minute 38 seconds. I watched it right before we came. <laughs> may force a, a, a busy reason for multiple things star wars and by chance and i am gonna do the shout out now happy two-year anniversary baby where you're out there right now she's letting me do this show and uh yeah because we so happen to do that mm-hmm. and i promised myself i'd do that shout out so you guys go I, back to star wars now i think my favorite <laughs> my favorite thing is when nerds put their anniversary on nerd dates knowing yeah. they will never forget let's not pretend dave like that it was oh, not intentional straight up she told me either may 4th or 6th i'm like so like revenge may the sixth be sith be with you yeah, and yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean i was already there i was already there i'm like there's no way i'm gonna forget this if this succeeds <laughs> wonderful and it succeed for two glorious years so Love you, baby. Are we going to be going to a Star Wars theme wedding then? No, no, no. She would kill that. That she would. She would kill, kill you. Okay. <laughs> she she likes. She likes. Uh, she likes Empire Strikes Back. Okay. And she's only really seen uh, uh, the first, the original trilogy, and Mandalorian and Boba Fett. Yeah. She's like the TV shows I fuck with, and she's like that first one's really boring. I don't care what you say. I'm like the original, original, like, new hope? like like a New Hope. I'm like. That's fair considering the first hour and like 10 minutes is just about the robots. Like, yeah. I'll give you that. <laughs> it's you that. literally about Gildenkrantz and Gildenstern walking around. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I'm like, I'll give you that. <laughs> I've had that conversation with a few people where I was just like, if we're being fair, A Empire New Hope is the best one. Yeah, A New Hope is not a good movie. And I, and I know people yeah. get mad at me. I know people get mad. But I'm not against it. When you watch that movie... It, it it's one of the films that did not age as well. That's all but, I'm saying. But it's also one of those films where it's like it has the biggest payoff, though technically, because after that hour of <laughs> being in the sand and following robots, that you have no idea why you're following robots for. Yeah. Okay. Like once it starts getting to like, what's a Jedi? You're like that's cool, and then it's like Jedi fight. You're like, okay, it has like a distinct increase of entertainment. You know, like on yeah. a chart, like on a flow chart, you'd have it like it's like. Dee, whoop. 
right on the top. I think it does the hero's journey extremely well. Yes. In the in the that. aspect of that, you really know that like, oh, Luke is really bored here. Hey, can I go yeah. and join them? No. Yeah. Can I go do no, you stay here. And you then Leia gives him the call here. The call you don't action. know nothing, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll that, give props. I'll give props to that that build up because the yeah. call to action was is like one of the most famous like that projection of Leia is one of the most famous call to actions we've ever seen in a hero's journey. So I'll and give maybe, it up. And maybe in the last five years, we've finally been able to replicate that in real life. <laughs> yeah. Like, which is with, crazy. With like with like the, the, the projection, like, like, I guess you yeah. get like a, a, like a, a specifically cut, um, pl like plastic glass plastic? or something. And yes. then you shine the thing and you get the, the projection. My friend, happening. my friend had one that you could, what they had 3d videos on youtube mm. that you could get a specifically cut piece of glass and put it on your phone and it would create a, a hologram yeah over what? your phone Damn. and i i remember when she showed it to me the first time i almost smacked the phone out her hand like <laughs> too soon bitch dreams aren't supposed to be shown to me too like soon. this i need a build up you can't show me Something I have been dreaming of since I was a child, casually being like, hey, Brian, I think you'd appreciate this. Oh, what is it? Check this out. And just show me a 3D fish. Like, <laughs> and I'm supposed to just go, I, I went like, what? Like, I freaked out. I was so, like, excited about it. That, you that, phone, didn't you? Doc, that's the most blackest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Witchcraft! <laughs> no! <laughs> what is this voodoo? <laughs> that is, that is like, rea oh. black people reaction to David Blaine shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, dude, come on. <laughs> you fucking showed me a 3D fish. I was like, what the hell's happening right now? You hit it. You hit it. I love that. I, I love it. that. I did. That's okay. I did. That's usually usually our reaction to those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not even ashamed. I'm not. I never ashamed. told y'all guys the actually no that that story. I've definitely told you, but yeah, it's similar to the rat story. You know, <laughs> I was introduced to a rat by someone putting it on my shoulder and or. Oh head. yeah. Oh, that's terrible. You don't do that to people. Well, then I also reacted like as Brian did. I hit it, but instead of hitting it, I took it and threw it against a wall. Oh, oh no! Like no. like no. reflex, just back. back. Uh... <laughs> so yes, as black people, kill him fire. I feel so like cool. that reaction has more to do with just anyone's react. Like, there's a rat on my shoulder. I'm gonna freak the fuck out and yeah. throw yeah. It. like freak and like scurry and ah rat, but like to literally be like ah, ah. yeah. Shoulders <laughs> <laughs> on my shoulder. No, <laughs> yeah, that's wild. I uh, deny this. No animals <laughs> were hurt in the making nope. of that story. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> did it walk away, Skinny? Like, did it slight you, Skinny? Did it die a couple <laughs> weeks later? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It turns um, out Skinny's the actual shredder. Jumped at him. <laughs> <laughs> Good, my master. Skinny looks over to the side. There's just four little turtles walking away. <laughs> Slowly. Uh, speaking of very black things, Chappelle got mm. jumped at his own show. Uh, Netflix. No, that looked like a spear. <laughs> Yo, yeah, that was like gold. That was like a, mm. yeah. yeah. Uh, so homeboy was watch paid for front row seats to see Dave Chappelle, <laughs> and then Goldberg speared Chappelle on stage <laughs> at his own show. Goldberg speared. Netflix is a joke festival in L.A. Eleven days of some you know comedians all over. You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to do just for laughs in L.A. Yeah, Netflix is on the, on some shit. They're, everything's tanking, so they're trying to be even bigger. <clears throat> all to say, it was a wild wild night. And then uh, 
I don't have the video of the spear, and I don't have the video of that someone took where all you see is a huge wall of men surrounding Security. the guy in the corner jumping him. Oh but, no, yeah, they beat his ass. They beat his ass. <laughs> like I don't know if you guys saw the picture. I don't so, want to share the picture. Oh, that's the picture that I'm seeing on. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. I just so, there's a what picture people are sharing. Of dude with his arm dislocated, popped Ooh. out for sure. Yeah, 100%. and his arm bent backwards. <laughs> there's uh, a video. There's a video of him actually in the in the. He tries to move, and you could see it's not good. Yeah, yeah. Because he's also handcuffed. Because oh he, yes, there. But he did try and assault someone. Yeah, so exactly. One of the things I was saying to a buddy of mine was, you know, anytime you decide to inflict physical harm on someone you have to understand that in that moment you are there's a 50 50 that you live and i know that sounds really messed up and i know some people don't like to think that way but if you decide yourself it's one thing if someone attacks you Mm -hmm. it's another thing if you yourself attack somebody because in attacking that person you don't know what their recourse or the reaction is going to be you don't know what they're going to do and you have to understand that by making the decision to attack someone you are putting yourself in a position where you might not walk away understand that but the other thing though is that in doing so you also i don't want to say you give up rights or anything like that but like let's say there's friends around that person (laughs) like you do give up rights you're putting up all your shit If you put hands on somebody, the second you touch that person, you're giving up the right to say they attacked first. Mm -hmm. You are attacking them. Yeah. So anyone who comes to your defense, it's like we don't know this person. So we don't know what this person's capable of. Exactly. And on top of that, homeboy had a gun, a fake, fake. Sorry. He had a allegedly. Wait, let me rewind. This is allegedly because we don't know all the details. Allegedly, he had a gun-type weapon that was actually a switchblade yeah, on his person. Yeah, uh, okay. So still he, a weapon, he, though. Yeah, he, it was a weapon. This is allegedly, again, a shredder now. Reports, but he allegedly had a weapon. <laughs> Wait, what? Who's a shredder now? <laughs> <laughs> that might have At least he out. doesn't have to look for a can opener. Oh, <laughs> Anyway, so this dude had this weapon, spears Dave Chappelle in front of a sold out crowd, and then gets his ass. And then uh, again, allegedly, Allegedly. Chappelle's security team, Busta's crew, because Busta Rhymes' crew. Oh no, Busta Rhymes! Yeah, so so it's a it's a crew were all there, and supposedly they all took care of business backstage. Like, imagine bodyguards. So my understanding that this is, I think, because I remember I read an article before all this, so maybe a, a day or two ago, that said mm-hmm. that Chappelle and Buster Rhymes supposed to be going on tour together. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. A, that's so a wild probably story. that's oh, why Buster Rhymes was there. Jamie yeah. Foxx, I'm not sure, but you know what I want to say? I want to say it's pretty cool that I guess Chappelle and Jamie Foxx buried the hatchet. Because I, I don't know if you know. remember uh, Dave Chappelle's block party, and he he's like, you know, it's some some people feel that they could tell jokes and play the piano. And then Chappelle gets in front of the piano and starts playing Felonious Monk. Oh. Kind of kind of like taking shots at Jamie Foxx, saying like, 
you ain't really funny. You're not really a comedian. Oh, shit. You just, I didn't play, realize. You just play that, piano. Oh, you don't is remember that? Especially at Jamie Foxx? Because I have the, the block party. I didn't know it was aimed at Jamie Foxx. I think it was I think it was pretty much aimed at Jamie Foxx. Oh, shit. That's what it okay. seemed like at the time. Oh, well, it's yeah. funny that you say that because I have the clip where Jamie Foxx and Chappelle are talking and burying the hatchet or just interacting. Here's the mm -hmm. clip right now. Uh, this clip comes courtesy of Twitter user e 5 Squire. So E-5-Q-U-I-R-E. -E. If you guys want to follow that person on social media, go check them out. But they're the one that posted the original video, giving credit where credit is due. Here you go. Everybody comes out for the curtain call. <laughs> Shout out to Jamie Foxx, by the way. Jamie! Jamie, where you at? Jamie, 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 hold up. Make some noise for Fox. Whenever you're in trouble, Jamie Foxx will show up in the sheriff's hat. <laughs> Turn the mic up. Uh, nigga, I thought that was part of the show. I don't know what the fuck is... I grabbed the back of that nigga's head. His hair was spongy. <laughs> Absorbent. Listen, I just want to say, man, I, I've had an incredible time. This man is an absolute genius. We got to make sure we protect him at all times, man. This is what it's about. For every comedian that comes out here, man, this means everything, man. You're a genius. You're a legend. I enjoy myself thoroughly, and we're not going to let nothing happen to you, nigga. That's right. Give it up. This is DC. Wait, wait. Damn. wild wild wow i can't believe that someone attacked i'm just dave chappelle at, on stage can you imagine how expensive it is to get a front row ticket to a show and then you essentially pay to get your ass beat that's an expensive ass, ass whooping, you, you think, man. Like a preemptive thing or do you think he dave chappelle somehow made a comment during a show that pissed this person off and then he's like i'm gonna go and do something about nah, he it he woke like, up and chose violence that yeah thing. yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm a, he preemptively did that so because does any does anyone want to know what Chris Rock said? Oh, yes, yeah, I heard yeah, what Chris yeah. Rock said. <laughs> and it was doo doo. <laughs> he was like, "Was that Will?" <laughs> <laughs> no, he was like, "Who was that Will Smith?" But his delivery was okay. The idea was good. The delivery was like, "Oh, you didn't like the delivery?" His head. I think that the way he said, I don't know. They hesitated. Like I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure he did. I'm it sure was, it was, was a Fozzie from. Bear. He's in India now. He's it fine. It was a Waka Waka joke. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's probably on, on it, that's so probably on purpose. The, you know, so like, was ah, the, the, of course. Yeah, so no, it's the, the same award. joke. Yeah, it's the same level of joke. Yeah, so, the Oscar I mean, joke like, was a walka walka joke. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm just not feeling Chris lately, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody hates Chris. That's the whole joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I just, I just wonder what this guy thought. Like, did he think he's like, I'm going to take him down and people are going to cheer me? Like, you he know what I mean? definitely didn't think that they were going to handcuff him and kick him till his arm twisted this way Sunday. <laughs> um, That's for sure. Oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to... Throwing this out there, this is 100% a guess. He might not be all mentally there. Oh, for sure not. And something triggered him either, like you said, Dave, maybe at the show or like you were saying, Skinny and Jaws, maybe before the show, he had a, a thought of like, I'm choosing violence today. I really don't know. That's a lot. That's an expensive amount of violence. I, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the thing. Because crimes of passion 
kind of just happened. But he also had a switchblade on him. Does he just carry the switchblade around because he lives in a dangerous neighborhood? Does did he bring it specifically to hurt to hurt Dave? I have no clue. I really don't. And quote unquote, this man is innocent until proven guilty, even though there were thousands of witnesses because that's their legal system. And I mean, it's fair to be innocent until proven guilty. But so I mean, we will have to wait to find out the details of what happened. Um, he is guilty of attacking. Dave, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I I'm saying their legal system is framed that you are innocent until proven guilty. Hmm. Whether or not everyone sees you until you get charged arrested charged and convicted it is understood that you are still innocent even oh. if everyone saw you do it and yeah. because a hundred thousand people might like dave Chappelle enough to lie you know <laughs> like, that's, well i that's, mean that's yeah but like that, that, that's why there's video of it <laughs> i mean <laughs> like, i just want to say i don't i don't want to be hey yeah i guess i'm just saying it's going to be an interesting one I, when this potentially because i don't see how like it's <laughs> i was telling my buddy earlier I get that Dave and his boys were just like sweet, swift street justice coming your way, homie, because right. you attacked him. But at the same time, when I saw the pictures and his face was all bust up and his arm is bent backwards till Sunday, <laughs> he said, I was like, I mean, there's street justice and then there's just y'all beat this man like he was oh. a raggedy and doll. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't beat that, that ass. That reminds me of that. Um, there was a bit that. Um, Eddie Murphy had on one of his uh, CDs, on one of his uh, comedy CDs, comedy albums. And he was like, uh, oh, man, don't get hit by a car in Brooklyn. It's showtime <laughs> for the Brooklynites. They come up, oh, man, you see the guy get hit? Oh, man. And they'll go up to the guy that got hit. Like, oh, man, your leg's messed up. It's, it looks like, the, look at me, man. Look at me. Look at me. Your leg looks messed up like this, man. Look like this. Oh, man. God damn. <laughs> That's so dark and unfortunate, but also quite funny. I feel bad for laughing. This guy got oh, it is Dave's it peripherals. Is. What's going on with Dave's peripherals? Hmm? His peripheral vision. You're doing oh. stand up, and you're really he was that into it to not see like. But well, he moves a he lot. Still, he still moves. Like in the video, yeah. he he doesn't absorb the full impact because he shifts at the last second. Oh, all right. So he noticed good. enough to not get the full force. Like the yeah. guy, <laughs> he did some fears him, shit. but <laughs> yeah, made that out, baby. Yeah, man. I just, I can't, like, <laughs> it's no. just stuff to say, but can you imagine the cathartic feeling of knowing, like, yo, this nigga attacked our friend. We are kicking your ass. <laughs> 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 like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I know it's w wrong. I know it's w wrong. W-K-Y-A. We be yep. kicking your ass. <laughs> like, Actually, I, I would I know, be kind of celebrating. I'd be like, oh, we're going to kick yes! your ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh like boy, good thing I put on my stomping boots today. Like, don't get us wrong. If you're watching this and you're just like, y'all are nasty, listen, it's not about being nasty. When you grow when you grew up in some weird situations, and I think all of us have seen some weird situations growing up, there's just that feeling where someone hit, like jump like strikes first and you're just like oh i get to wild out now yeah exactly. <laughs> you, Yo, it's literally it's legit like oh i'm about to get me some stress out yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah everyone's telling you buy a stress ball no let someone slap you first and enjoy the ride because that's what these yeah. men did these men saw the opportunity to be like 
We've been standing security for Dave for 20 years. We never got to punch nobody. We getting it all out <laughs> Don't worry, Kwame. One day. One day it's coming. <laughs> and then, yo, legit. When it happens, they saw the spear. One dude looked at the other and he just did this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lifted his finger up. And yeah. <laughs> If we just put that and on that, my that phone, we'd all I now and have it all. Mm-hmm. And, and hey, Busta Rhymes is a part of the remix. What you want now? What you want now? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you are having second thoughts about listening to us talk about how bad we would beat somebody who attacked oh. our friend, Listen, if you're one of our friends and you're listening Whoa. to this right now, we would do the same for you. Hell hey, yeah. no I'm that. just saying, I'm DJ, and I got the playlist. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm running in there saying, you want to act stupid gun butt yeah. that fool? want to cop that too? Like, stomping them with the rise? <laughs> Oh, That's man. the type of beat. Everyone <laughs> <to> the beat. <laughs> <laughs> Like, dude, the... why did you attack Dave? You so dumb. <laughs> 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 I don't know you to say. Nigga, you crazy. You crazy. Right, spinning them up for a wrestling move. Yo, yo, dude. This, <laughs> but this is this is like the only thing stupider is when uh Bret Hart got attacked at the uh, the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. like two years oh, ago. Yeah. Like, and it's only stupider because like you're a ra- you're a First of all, you're attacking a wrestler. Second of all, there's like a hundred wrestlers around you that really respect this person. They're gonna yeah. all kick this shit out. That's the only and take pride worse mm-hmm. case scenario in comparison to what he had coming to him in that moment. Because that's the type of fight that even if a guy was holding a baby, he'd come up and be like kicking, like you know, with the baby in hand. Like uh, real quick, things. Mike K wrote, "Do you think on a certain level they gotta set an example? Like Oscar slap is one thing, but we are not tolerating any Joe Blow attacking our performers. Okay. I think it's uh, Mike, a hundred percent, a combination yeah. of that, and also these niggas wild out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a combination yeah, of Ray Ray from the hood and your crew. It, yeah. It's wilding out with purpose. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. That's why, yeah. Yeah. That's why yeah. you get the hood niggas to be your security. Guys, Man, can, we, can we go now? Can we, can we go purpose. now? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wilding yeah. out okay, with purpose. Ah. Exactly. <laughs> like, I, I agree with you. The idea that someone in the front row thought they could just run up on stage and try and knock down Dave Chappelle is insane to me. And I do believe that these people, these security people saw it as an opportunity to be like, we are about to set a precedence that y'all need to understand if you ever do this shit again and these people are in the room, this is what happens to you. Uh, But at the same time, I think it's also just it's security. And if you Mm -hmm. attack someone on stage, security will jump you. And again, the fact that this dude had a weapon on him, allegedly. But the fact that he—I I shouldn't say fact and allegedly—allegedly this dude had a weapon on him goes a long way in their favor for saying like this dude had a weapon and we had to stop him to make sure he was incapacitated. Yeah, because they're all just gonna support each other's story too. That's the other thing. Like it's not like the cops <laughs> are, were there. It's like, and what version of the story is the man who's half unconscious gonna tell? He's gonna be like, I don't know what happened. I sir, sir, what my- happened? Oh, uh, he he can't talk right now. Yeah, <laughs> I jumped out of my seat. I saw Dave, and next thing I knew, I woke up in this ambulance. <laughs> that's, that's the whole story. I don't know, officer. I just ran over to help Dave, and then my foot just connected with his face about eighteen times. I don't know what happened. <laughs> that's, that's another thing, though. So you go and attack Dave Chappelle on stage. How you think you're gonna survive this moment? In like in regards to like what happened to him, one thing, but like. 
it's not just like a public place that you attack them. Everyone's staring at the person you're about to attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know what? I know what Dave's saying. You're not attacking someone in the audience next to you that no one no. notices because they're all looking at the stage. You attack the entire focal point of this entire <laughs> thousands of no feet. kind of stuff. Where were you getting out? Like, where was he getting out? Like legally, <laughs> physically. I guess to a certain degree financially, how hey, do you get I'm, out of this? That's what I'm, I'm sorry. If imagine, I, I think imagine you go to work sick, though. Dave. I think the dude might have been sick though. Maybe so, but imagine, yeah. but imagine you go to work Monday and they're like, "Yeah, we fire you because you attacked Dave Chappelle." Yeah, like you know what I mean? It would be so like. Yeah, yeah, no, good. I, I 100% agree with you. I, I, I'm on the same page, but I, I really like the more we talk about, it, the more I'm just like this guy has to be sick because Something. much like you're saying it just does not make sense for him to have gone this while and yeah no sense zero sense on that zero sense anyways <clears throat> um on that note I, I feel like the the last thing we have on this list dave i know you added it let's add it at the end of the show cool. so we're gonna we'll do that later on so yeah. for all you guys tuning in we're gonna jump into our view the right thing and at the top of the show this week Dave and I have a show that, um, let's just say, has some questionable decisions that were made <laughs> with regards to how they decided to finalize the story of Moon Knight. Did they, though? <laughs> That's my, did they, though? Like, as whether or not you were going into this with a definitive end or a potential continuation. Did they though? Like I, mean, I, I knew like we I mean we had to know as people watching the series that they were holding back a lot. And you could tell they're holding back a lot, and I got that. Because you could tell there's they were very specifically focused on two characters out of the three personas. And for anyone who's never watched or read Moon Knight, the comic. There are three personas. We've talked about them quite a few times on the podcast. And once again, if you guys are tuning into this, we are going to be doing slight spoilers for Moon Knight. So hopefully you bear with us and stick and continue watching us. Maybe mute if you don't want to hear. We will take the spoiler announcement off at the bottom once we're done. But we're going to put that there now. And we're reminding you guys if you're tuning in right now. And if you're listening, we're telling you right now, this is the beginning of the spoilers. We're going to be talking about it for a bit. And then we're going to tell you at the end that we've come to the end. I think that they knew they wanted to save Jake Lockley for another season. And this, this feels like one of the first times, or at least not one of the first times, but one of the most explicitly focused shows to have to show us we are going for a second season. Mm -hmm. Wanda felt very much like a show that was going to give us a limited series. Falcon and the Winter Soldier was building up to a movie. Loki was building up to a second season, but the specific ending of that season leads into the universe and the movies. And then whatever on the back end picks up, will come back to that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like he's, he's kind of handing the baton off to a bunch of films. And then at mm. some point, someone's going to hand him back the baton to carry on his story from the events that happened. And you kind of, you will probably need to watch the movies to understand where he is going. Moon Knight felt like the first time that it was just like, this is our universe in this show. Mm. We are in the MCU, but we don't necessarily need the MCU. Oh, and Hawkeye is obviously one that yeah. felt like limited, limited series. Apologies. Yeah. <clears throat> but Moon Knight felt like it's like, we are telling a story specifically in this universe, in this moment here. 
and this is the story we're focused on. And I don't know that they want to. It almost felt like they didn't even want to connect to the rest of well, the, the thing. Well, the thing is, for this one, I find that for this one, it was like. If you even think about it, do we need any of the Marvel U in this? Even no, even even, even even as like a name drop of even like a, a, a news article or mm -hmm. a name of a building or anything, do we need that for this sh the show? I'll, I'll no. admit, I do not believe so. No, for the show, for this character, and so it's one of those things where maybe they this is a, an easy way to keep him more of a mystery because in yeah. other shows you're like we know this will do this. Like yeah. you saw Kang, well, a version of Kang yeah, at yeah. the end of Loki, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you saw, okay, well, Hawkeye, it's obviously the results of this movie. You can't not say that it's related to the movies because he's he's jaded because of everything that's happened in the movies. Yeah. And whereas this one, it's like we're this is in in fact, correct me if I'm wrong, this is actually the first person who is actually pure TV. Because you can't like WandaVision, yeah, Falcon, yeah. Loki, yeah, Hawkeye, all yeah. derived. By the, this is the first and like pure uh, unless like, you want to count the, the <clears throat> those are all the shows right those are all the shows unless you want to count the Netflix and even at that no, like, no 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 one Netflix would be connected right like no, no, no. even at that I'm I'm sticking like you're saying if we're talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe television shows yeah. that are on Disney Plus mm -hmm. those are all the shows we just named and you're right Moon Knight is the first one that has had no prior cinematic introduction e even if you think about what if. What if is based off of the movies? It's not based well, of off course, the comic of books, course. right? Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. it's not. No, you're it's right. Not like it was like you're an right. independent. So yeah, you're right. You're right. For this one, because I, I think this is, but this makes it even more. It will make it more interesting when and if, because I think it's more of an if and a when. You mm. know, okay. uh, he will show up in the movies. Like example, one one thing that I was wondering, I was I really want to watch because I know I'm going to see Doctor Strange on the weekend. Uh, I was like, is there going to be a hint of? being there now the only madness that could happen is if you see alternate realities and you, he pops into one of those images at this point there's no I think we're gonna way. get some of the like ethereal plane astral plane the the duats uh afterlife plane i think we will see those referenced because they were spoken about in mm. the in the show and i'm hoping we get to see them but again as you said none of those characters need be connected the, the I think those spaces should still be connected. If you're going to talk about the multiverse, talk about the multiverse and the different layers that connect. Because that's one of the things I would imagine, right? Like mm -hmm. you have the multiverse, but within the multiverse, the ancestral plane, for example, connects across all the <clears throat> multiverses. Like something like that would be interesting to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that that's what they do maybe in Multiverse of Madness, that mm -hmm. some of these other planes that they were re reference in Moon Knight show mm -hmm. up as and you know subtle references but they're all connected in some way yeah. one thing though like one or two things that did bug me about the episode one comment one moment in the episode i'm like okay for me it was more like okay disney you're really driving it home or marvel you're really driving it home i think people could understand this without you having to say it. when was the girl was like are you egyptian superhero or whatever and she's like yes i was there i'm like yeah. I mean, that's, I, a, I, that's a far shoving it down the throat a bit. I thought that felt, was a little, I, I, I hey. thought I was like I thought it was an extra step for no reason. That's what I'll say. <laughs> an extra step for no reason. I mean, if I'm an Egyptian kid living in the MCU and there've been no Egyptian superheroes and a girl with wings protects me from a car that's about to kill me, I probably will say, "Are you an Egyptian superhero?" I would say it. It made sense in the moment. But isn't it like similar to how like you guys have often said like 
this is uh, black lightning and so on and so right. forth and stuff like you know wouldn't you but find they, that but or is it because like, it's the first time but layla's character is not named egyptian god something you know true. what i mean like true the okay. difference with us is like <laughs> with our black heroes is they're literally called black goliath black lightning black panther it's just like do you think we don't know they're black <laughs> no, that's, that's what i thought about that moment that's what i thought that's exactly the mentality i thought when they made that i'm like okay cool but like whatever well what i want to i thought it was a bit candid he was just saying that the moment where layla gets tapped out and shows her you saw moon knight right yeah okay yeah. Yeah. The, the moment where layla gets tapped and shows her powers and they the little girl says are you an egyptian superhero he felt that was a little shoehorned in the way that they kind of do the whole black lightning, black hero, Egyptian hero. Like he, they made a heavy reference to it. And I was saying, I understand in that moment that if I was in that moment in an organic way, if I'm a little girl in Egypt, in the MCU, and I've never seen an Egyptian superhero before, and a girl with wings saves mm. me from a crashing van, I'm going to say, oh, shit, are you an Egyptian hero? Like it would be cool to me. Like yeah. if I grew up in a world where there was never a black hero and mm. then a black superhero saves me, I'd be like, motherfucker, are you are you a black like I might not say are you a black hero, but I'd would, be like would you say last night I saw a superhero and he was black? You know never get your respect. Uh no, I thought that shit was dope. And definitely I was just like Hell yeah, Marvel! Play it up. Do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so they cover your saying, goddamn yeah. bases. Do it. Yeah. Right. I was just curious. I was just curious. Cover your bases. Because we're gonna get uh, Miss uh, Miss Marvel soon too, and that's gonna be similarly another one where at some point someone's probably gonna say, "Oh, like a Muslim superhero." Mm -hmm. I imagine that line will potentially be said in the six episodes or eight episodes. I'm not sure exactly. How I many. feel they'll do that more through uh, imagery or like. A specific interaction as opposed to oh, being, okay like instead of it being like said because that's the thing that okay, threw me off. it was more okay. like you said it like it's a little yeah. i mean yeah okay in the sense that she was definitely dressed in an egyptian hero outfit right did she need to say it i'll give you maybe not right. but i'll also say i understand why a kid would be super excited to see an Egyptian hero and be like, "Oh my god, are you an Egyptian hero?" So I kind of, I, I'll give you yeah. a, the like half a point on that. I'll That's agree. Fair. That's right. I'll take. Nah, I'll, I'll take. I kind of. <laughs> um, okay. but okay. Did you guys like? Now that we've seen all the episodes, Skinny, you and I had already said that this wasn't the strongest of step forwards for Moon Knight in oh, the yeah. second yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And a lot of, and you know, some of the fights, you know, you made references to the idea that eh, you guys are trying to save money with these CG because you have this man out here fighting invisible characters. And they like, spent I'm, all their money in this episode. But yes. They, but they okay. did that again in this episode, though. When at they, one when, point, yeah. At one point, when the guy, when uh, Ethan I, When Jake started, takes over. Yeah. Uh, well, right before, when, remember, there's. Uh, he they, they go into the temple. Uh, Ethan Harrow hits yeah. the the thing. It opens, and yeah, then yeah. there's all the avatars, which I was assuming were other gods, by the way. But I'm guessing maybe they were just like no, they're other gods. Yeah, if they were other gods, like they cut away, and when they come back, all of them were dead on yeah, the floor. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that seems like that could have been a really well, cool moment to see, but you completely just well, if you're saving your, if you're saving your scruples for first of all, they were. I want to just quickly say 
they definitely are not trying to play this. This is our Batman character. <laughs> yeah, they are not doing that because when homie was like, "Nah, I'm just gonna fly." And yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, And then they just that like, just, they, like just lifted up and flew across Egypt. Forget it's a like, moon copter. I got just boop. so like that's where they spent all their money. Yeah, that's why they probably well, didn't show that measly Avatar God fight hero because they're like, no, 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 no. We're gonna show giants fighting. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna do the you know the back and forth switchity dippity with the clever it, you know. It yeah. felt a little bit Power Rangers though. Fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> Am I wrong? Uh, Am I wrong? But I'm down. Am I wrong? Okay, yeah. I was gonna say, Dave, you're saying that like it's a bad thing. Skinny, no, like, have you seen yes. the movie? Okay, Dave, way, I'm, not the movie against it. I'm not against it, but I'm just saying, are we agreeing that there's a bit of stealing of a concept here? Wait, like, I'm stealing a concept. Sentai's been around forever. Yeah, I was going that say. concept. Secondly, have you seen the movie Guyver or heard of? Well, it? hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, yeah, I know exactly. Guyver, hold on. You know, one okay. second. Are you gonna talk about Spider Man? Exactly. Yes. So it's not really stealing if Spider-Man jumped into a giant ass robot first and he's part of the Marvel universe. Yes, it's true. So they're just Spidey. doing their own thing that they've been doing. Yeah, Spidey did it. <laughs> Spidey did do it. Been doing it. No, Spidey damn near inspired it. Spidey, Spidey Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm yeah. saying, I'm saying yeah, I hear you. they're not stealing nothing. <laughs> no, they're not stealing nothing. <laughs> we started this. We started this. <laughs> but making me want to watch Guyver now. That well, yeah, know. this is just a lighter Guyver. If you really, if you're saying it's more Power Rangers, it's more Guyver and it's just very lighthearted. The lighthearted is Steven jumping into the suit, being actually able to control his shit and fight. And then when he yeah. jumps back, you get the more superhero, I can fly because I've been in this for a couple years. I know what I'm doing, suit. Bong. What Jake's suit's going to look like... Oh, yeah. So, but, oh, I have questions oh, about that. Okay, I, have, so I, I, have I will say, but I, I still want to touch this on... Oh, the black one, yeah. I hope it's I, this one. I, for those of you who are listening to this, Skinny just showed us the all like black base with the white uh cape and the white chest plate it's Moon Knight armored look, the armored look i believe armored okay that's what yeah. uh but. also yeah secret wars not secret wars uh secret avengers type armor because i think he has that one if i'm not mistaken in that team. yeah um yeah. one of the things that i will I, I, super quick though i also did feel like they were cheating when they did the whole jake kicked everyone's ass and cut away because mm -hmm. that was another one of those fights where as much as they did it the first time in the first episode because it was Mark and Steven, now that we've met Mark and Steven, they cut back to this version where Mark and Steven are working in unison, which was very heartwarming when they rejoined and their little heart got hit by the light of Osiris. And it was kind of cute to see that connection. Yeah. Uh, the only person that you that you can love is yourself, it would seem. <laughs> Selfish prick. <laughs> Self-love is best love. Yeah. Yeah. Comes back to Layla. It's just like, Layla, I'm so happy, baby. It's just like, yeah, the only thing you gave up paradise to save your yourself. other personality. Anyways, but all that to say, that moment where they both didn't understand what happened and they're like, what was that? First of all, Layla, what do you mean? What was that? You saw him do it. You were <laughs> you were stuck to the car. You saw, why don't you just tell him what you saw? Did he change it to a different suit? Did he like you saw? It's not like you were blind. What happened? And that's the part that bothers me because we had the whole season. We never saw Jake do anything. And I was kind of hoping we'd see Jake in the end. And I thought we would see Jake do something. And that moment felt like they stole it from me because I was a little oh, wait. Nah, that's your that's your that's your season two. 
But did you? I know, I know. But you saw the ending, though, right? Yes. You know, we but I want to see. Yeah, that doesn't count to that's, me. Doesn't I want to yeah. see Jake yeah. kick everyone's ass, not Jake but, show up in a limo and be no, like, "No, no, no." But you see, that's not <laughs> kicking everyone's ass. <laughs> that's not kicking everyone's ass. What he he did. That is exactly what Guyver would do to humans. Is what he did, <laughs> which is literally mutilating people, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then and then being like, "All right." Like, did Harold's axe part of his cane was in the man's forehead. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. I wanted to see the actual, because when Moon Knight lands on the pyramid the first time and him and Harold kind of jump fight, classic superhero, yeah. villain, high ground, knee kick, yeah. all that shit, you know? Yeah. But the knee in the face, that was great. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and then the rest of the fight, pretty good. Him and Layla doing the double team, kind of like uh, Cap and Winter Soldier with Iron Man, kind of yeah. like the double team, you grab this, I do this. But then to get it, to for Layla's arm to get pinned for Mark to be on the ground almost dead and then to just cut mm-hmm. to like you said the axe part of his cane in his own forehead Harrow so on the ground ass. I was like guys you, show me some of the fight I, l- <laughs> I like it because it leaves I it like really violence up. okay I said it at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> I like it because it leaves it up to your imagination and for people who really weren't paying attention to their fuck imagination show, to get that last <laughs> whoop, whoop, and to get that last like oh shit that was cool the way it I mean, ended it I was very like oh y'all not gonna end it like that but then that cut scene at the end saved yeah. that ass hmm. but yeah me. because they ended very abruptly like yeah. the episode just yeah. cuts and you're like what the fuck yeah you're and like then, no 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 but then yeah. they do that I'm almost like oh okay it's about to be okay I knew they were going to add because there's when the episode is 42 minutes long and that post like the episode stops the first time at 37 minutes. And I was like, you don't need five minutes to run credits. Fuck off. Like I I got so mad. I was like, screw you. I'm not doing this shit this time. You spoiled it. You spoiled it. You should have sat there and stewed like. (laughs) Can you imagine back in the day we had to? Yo, I'm so happy we'd have to do that. We're going to do fast forward. You know, as a rewrite thing, I think that what they're going to do is actually make Jake Lockley, like, probably... You know the the, the guy, who, the actor who sadly passed away who was on the show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You know, he was supposed to be, like... A bigger part, right? Another character that, in yeah. comics, he was actually, like, a darker version of Moon Knight. He was his arch nemesis, and more or less, he used mm-hmm. to be a, he used to be Conchu's avatar before him. What I feel like they're going to do is that they're just going to take all the psycho violence of that would-be character and oh, just pop it into Jake Lockley and be like, hey, now you got to battle yourself. Oh, but, but, but my question is this, though. In the comic books, yeah. so two questions. One, is Jake Lockley actually like that violent character or anything He's like that? Driver. None of these guys yeah. are actually who they are. Yeah, the yeah. They flipped, they flipped the switch on that. So they literally like, okay, so we're going to use the names and boop. Yeah, because if I'm not mistaken, I always thought of Mark as the most violent yes. persona. Mark's nuts. Mark kind well, of he was face violent. Off. He was violent in comparison to Steven in this one, but you didn't realize what was going on with Jake right. until the end, right? right? So, but that's what I'm saying. Like in the comic, yeah. Mark is a former mercenary who has like. And I, I've said it before on this podcast. I, I showed it to my partner the other day because someone else posted it. It is one of my favorite quotes about Moon Knight. Taskmaster has said he refuses to mimic Moon Knight's style because Moon Knight would rather take a punch to gain advantage in a fight. And he doesn't understand the logic in that. And that is something that Mark does as Moon Knight. Mark will full on take a punch if he can figure out how it gives him advantage in the fight. Like your body weight and the mm. exertion you put yeah. in this punch 
can give me leverage even if I accept the punch. That and, I remember uh, <laughs> in a manga I was reading about like MMA or what have you, or like before like MMA became what MMA is now. So yeah, it's like in the yeah. 90s, a guy literally takes a punch, but kind of cheats his face a little bit yeah. and then jumps up to get into an arm bar right. on the guy. Right. And the guy's like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> right. So it's stuff like that, that I'm like, Mark is the type of character to do stuff like that. And in the comic book, if I'm not mistaken, he's the one that is more inclined to be that violent. Whereas Steven never seemed that violent to me. Steven very much seemed like, I don't even think Steven really realized what was going on. Steven always kind of felt like this guy who just thought, oh, I'm just a movie it's producer. Rich. Yeah, like I'm just rich and I make movies, and that's what this Stephen Grant is. This guy, and then Jake was the cabbie. I I kind of always thought of Jake as just a guy who was the underworld connect to, <clears throat> you know, he might do some questionable things, but I don't remember him in the comic book being as based on what the and, show. And, was he, to and he just had those three, right? He just had the the movie, yeah. the movie yeah. star, the cab driver, and well, the mercenary. The mercenary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are the only three that I know of. All and I'm then, saying is the face is getting cut off in season two. <laughs> if they do Bush Bushman, the Jake is cutting that face off. Oh, and that's god. that's good. Yeah, oh god, but that might be the part you guys where you finally get to see it, and you're gonna regret that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. I hope not. Well, I mean, if anything, if they were to do that, this just means that uh Marvel would be giving the the green light to at least having PG thirteen and potentially rated R stuff on their part of the show, but I don't know. Well, they I do mean, they already... shift it to stars. Have you seen yeah. like anyway, shift it to stars and they could be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not even back. that. They don't even have to. There's parental guidance on Disney now. They don't. Yeah. They're oh. they're not Disney. Questions. Disney they're Plus is new. That. Disney Plus is new movies. What Pam and Tommy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that, no, but that's still that's still on stars. But I know, like, the when, I, when I see ads for it on on YouTube, it's like Disney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like because that, sure? that I know, and, and I I'm always trying to explain to Americans because I'm part of a Disney Plus group on on Facebook where a lot of people post about the like new stuff coming out and a lot like you get insight of like what shows, when things are going to premiere, and actors and what series they're going to be making, stuff like that. So it's one of the reasons I like following that group. And in that group, I'm always trying to explain to people that the version of Disney Plus you have in the States is not the version internationally. Hmm. Like, we have Disney Plus with Hulu, essentially, yeah. in everywhere else. Because Pam and Tom is a Disney Plus series. Mm-hmm. And I once screen-capped it and sent people Disney <laughs> Pam and Tom on Disney Plus, And they're like, what the hell? And I keep trying to explain to them, like, <clears throat> yeah. That whole branding thing, and we've said this on the podcast in the past too, that was just them branding at the beginning to kind of rank up real quickly with subscriptions because they knew that a lot of people were looking for family-friendly stuff, especially during the pandemic. You got kids, you're going to want to be like, hey, hun, sit down and watch all these movies that I watch as a kid. Let's watch Lion King 17 times because mommy's sad and she Mm. wants to watch it too so she (laughs) doesn't feel as bad. Mommy's sad. (laughs) I mean, parents are sad. It's not just mommy. Apologize to the ladies out there. Don't worry. Daddies were sad, too. We were just probably watching old wrestling matches because that's that's our way of working through the pain. Hey, man. You go, Hulk! You go! Every everyone cried during during Mufasa dying. Facts. Everyone did. Facts. Everyone did. Facts. So, 
Yeah, man. Uh, so Moon Knight in the end. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. I know. That one time when Nobody it looked like Hulk was really about to get his ass kicked and he's on his knees, his arm being twisted backwards. Oh, fuck, man. I'm trying to remember who he's fighting in that match. Don't um, <laughs> How old is that match? Super old. Uh, who was he fighting? No. What? He, always, a, he was with Mr. T. No, I'm thinking of a WrestleMania match. Maybe it's the Andre match? Could be. Andre, Andre, the Andre match is the one where they were kind of trying to pass the baton, right? They were passing the baton, and he was the only person to suplex Andre. Right. Well, live. First, Andre, on, like, yeah, Andre live like, on WWE. <clears throat> I think yeah. Kamala did it already? Something like that. Yeah, he did, but it was like another promotion. So yeah, he just body count. slammed him, right? You just like, uh... I mean, there's not much you could do. Like, I mean, like, no, you yeah. weren't doing much. And I think yeah. Andre was pretty. Andre was pretty sick uh, at that point. Like, he wasn't super full yeah. well and all that yeah. stuff. That's why he came out on the on the crane kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even walk to the ring. So I ain't trying to walk. I mean, that was also a really fucking far walk. True. Like, <laughs> serious. You lose a lot of stamina just going to the ring. I'm going, Andre, you're gonna march down to the ring. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, but this this was like before you'd be able to do it, but this is like Oh no, like, we know. We're just saying at that level. Yeah, he's, not, he's no uh, he's no ultimate war, it's just full on sprint. <laughs> <laughs> you like, mean I'm he's no or yeah, true. speed or whatever the man was on? Because you can't no. tell me that man, like either he is the best wrestling actor ever, and he was able to sustain that level of fake energy the entire time, or he was Having a little bump before the matches. Well, so dude, super like, drugged out. You're, you're yeah. not running down the ring. Do you ever hear his promos? Twice. Yeah. Re- yeah. Re- oh. Listen to his promos. Like, don't get me wrong. Great. I love the promos. They're 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 amazing. Great. But if you actually think, if you listen to them, you're like, this guy, like, all due respect, because you know he's he's passed away and whatnot. But all due respect, yeah, yeah. you you had to be high on something. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> Wait, so, so um, real quick, would you recommend Moon Knight? Just because I want to take the spoiler off so that people can know if yes. they're muted. <laughs> I, I would. I would okay. I still think I still he- think it was worth. I still think it was worth. And the last episode, I didn't love it, but I do think it was still a solid season overall. Had some weak points, but an overall story. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, I think we're all on the same page. They are working towards a second season. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. <coughs> I love the hippo. Hippo is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, the hippo CGI is so good. Alligator, yes. not so much. True, true, true. Right. But also I, Isaac's... Uh... Acting is pretty, oh pretty amazing. Right like, up. let's let's be honest. The him switching on and off, especially when he wasn't like two of himself, when he was just yeah. like in one body, was yeah, like wow. Down, yeah. You know, it'd yeah. be funny if his last um personality turns out to be the guy from Ex Machina, <laughs> <laughs> the robot nerd who's like, yeah, yeah, just hey man. Uh, so if you guys are listening to the podcast, that is the end of our Moon Knight spoiler conversation. So we're going to be continuing on to other shows. Uh, Jaws, I feel like we have to ask you this one here. <laughs> Crap or lost the embarrassing co- collapse of Kim and Kanye's marriage review. <clears throat> so, Trap Lord Ross is a YouTuber from the UK, um, self proclaimed culture vulture because he's a white dude from the UK and he talks about oh uh, beefs. Uh, um, does he legit gangs. call himself a culture vulture? He he knows he knows his his audience and he know it's it's more of like of a joking thing, That's but so like he he knows that he's a he's a he's a white guy in the UK talking about hip hop culture and like maybe the big beefs that happen and stuff like that. So like he'll he'll drop that in here and there, um, and he's usually very funny and he's very entertaining to watch and stuff like that. Um, this normally his sh- his uh, episodes are like twenty to thirty minutes long. 
this was a whopping three hours and yeah, almost 30 when, minutes. <laughs> when you told us that it was a three hour, when you sent us a link and you're like, my partner and I watched the first half last night and we're like, first half? <laughs> like It's three hours long. I was like, yo, I'm not, I was tempted to watch it before it's, you said that. It was, it's good though. It's, it's almost like three documentary hours. level. Cause dude, it's, he goes from when they first, not even when they first meet a little bit before Okay. Both of the relationships a little bit before, and then muddiness, and then and it just keeps going, keeps going. And he could have gone four hours because like stuff is still going, but he yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, just yeah. caps it at a certain point, and he just wants to kind of keep it at least somewhat positive because it's still kind of messed and everything. And he got to the point with Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So it's oh geez, it's all the way from when Kanye still had his first girl. His first girlfriend, uh, Alexis something. And the one that he knew from Chicago. Yeah, the one he knew from Chicago. Yeah. And his mom was still alive. Okay. And then Kim, when she was still known as like, oh. Paris Hilton's it? friend? No. She, so he starts, he oh, starts wow. with um, Kanye working on a song with Brandy. Oh. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because Kim Kardashian was Brandy's um, stylist. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Or stylist or, or what have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And yeah. so in that music video, Kanye is in it. And so is Ray J in it. Yeah. And he starts from there. He's like, this is where they probably first met. Oh, and then he just continues on and on and on and on and on and on and on. I hate that I'm interested in this, but it's really good. But you know, I mean, you don't have. Like, to, I'm mad. Like, like I'm mad that dude. you're talking about it, and I'm like, oh yeah, when this and I, like I a closet organ. Like the fact that I know these things, mm -hmm. I'm mad at myself for knowing this much of her history. But mm -hmm. also, I'm I'm listening. I'm listening. He's really he's really good at like okay, I found this. Here's the receipts. Here's this. Here's that. That the and he just he's and he and he's just going through it, going through it, going through it. And it's just drama after drama after drama. And then you're like, okay, cool. It's going good. More drama and more drama. And you're like, come on, just get it. more drama. Just just a recap. And it's just three hours three and almost hours. 30 minutes. So you could, mm. you know, break it up. Just, <laughs> just Does he have chapters in it at least? Does he have yeah, chapters? Yeah, there's segments. There's segments. And there's okay, good. Okay, that's what I was going to say. So I don't I know if you're watching on a specific app where you can just jump. And are, yeah, because I just want to know that, like, if I watch it and I lose my spot, can I just jump back to? Yeah, yeah. There's chapters, so you'll have like a little section now. Like, you'll have the intro, like, and say, like, you know, this part this year, Jesus. and then this part this year. <laughs> you know what? Hype. though? no. I'm gonna work my darndest not to watch this because <laughs> you're describing it, and I want to watch it. And again, it is making me mad that I want to watch this. It's I don't good. like that. I want to know the story behind. It's really, it's really, really God good. Damn. And you know he has he has some poignant points to it where he's just like, so you don't want, you know your you don't want Kim to put your daughter on TikTok and chill for this and that and yeah. et cetera et cetera. But you know when you two were together, you did that Vogue uh, video where all your kids are on the bed with you. Yeah, and you're yeah, talking yeah. about like, <laughs> mm, I mean, I, mm, I mm. yeah, yeah, mm. <laughs> I understand, but. 
Vogue yeah. paid me a lot of money. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That that's the thing. It's probably from Kanye's perspective. Like, listen, Vogue dropped. Vogue gave me that million. And, and a, yeah. yeah, and a really good point he makes is like, you know, uh, when Kanye goes and see Trump and everything like that, and people are like, boo. Yeah. But then Kim goes and see Trump, and everyone's like, oh yes, hmm, yes. <laughs> and, and he's like, that's really. Uh, okay, what? I mean, okay, that one I will defend a little bit because not that I care that Kim went to see, I think it's messed up she did too, but Kim went because she was trying to get people pardoned. Yeah, and she did. Kanye went, yeah, and Kanye went and it kind of just looked like a photo op. Like this <laughs> this man just went there wearing a MAGA cap being and, like, you know, and, hey, and what's, what's up everybody? I, I support also, this dude. And what's also interesting is that he doesn't just fully bash Kanye. He's like, talks, he's, he talks yeah. about... The second time him and Trump met, and he's like, Kanye does have some actual points, but the bad part is that it's just not cohesive. Yes. It's yes. more rambling. And yeah. it's like there's actual parts well, in there that, that are legit. But yeah. Toby has said that, that like if you listen to what Kanye is saying, some of the things he's saying make sense, but he's saying it in the guise of potentially manic episodes. Yeah. So it's hard for us to be like, yeah, this stuff makes sense when it's like, Yes, you're right about a slave mentality, and yes, you're right about this, but then you're also saying things like MAGA, and like, yeah. you and Candace Owens are like having some weird kind of kumbaya moment, and it's like, but she's crazy. Like, so it's, <laughs> but she's but, crazy. But you start to get these moments of like, I understand, like, you're, I don't think it makes sense to say all black people should be democratic. Uh, 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 Democrats mm. and none of them should be Republicans. I think your two party system itself is the problem. Yeah. That's more a commentary. And I think that's one of the things that I feel Kanye, when he ran for president, was saying, like, I'm not with them. I'm not with the other side. You could vote for me. I'm giving you another option. But it's hard to vote for someone who is constantly having manic episodes and mm. says, names their album. Uh, I hate my, uh, I love. What was the name of the album? I hate myself, but I, and I'm bipolar. And it's awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm bipolar and it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, which one? The Yay album? Yay. No, Yay one album, the, yeah. yeah. One of the albums, like the, the line on the cover is like, I'm bipolar and it's awesome. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I don't know if I want to vote for that person because I don't know if they're aware enough to run the country. <laughs> That's, you don't even yeah. run the label you're on. You put oh. Pusha in charge of it. Oh, that's oh, not an insult. Stop. That's not an insult. That isn't, oh, anybody would have done that. It's not, it's not an insult. That's anybody would have done that. Though. I'm that, not insulting. But that line to, that. to say that is like, I, 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 I don't know. Too. I'm just saying, if you didn't feel you had the time to run the label because you had other things going on, why would you have the time to run the country? That's what and I'm then saying. Other, and then other people on your Lines label are constantly complaining, I want to put out my album. I can't get the clearance. Kanye's not here to give me the clearance to put out the album. That's that was what like I was a saying. consistent thing that happened. Yes, that yeah. was going on. I remember that. So that you know, I'm not saying the man. He may is... not be mentally focused. If he's focused on it, that's what he's going to put his speed to. You know what I mean? So like when he went for shoes, he did them shoes. Yeah. When he was for music, he did that music. So he's right. if he's going to go president. He's probably in his head thinking, "Well, I did the mental shits. <laughs> yeah, I'll do this too." He, yeah. That so, so yeah, the, I would the, love if he could actually do it, and you know, I'm not saying he could. I'm just saying that's probably <laughs> yeah. Well, well, the, the 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 bad part. Well, I don't want to say everything that's gonna happen, but I mean, there's a lot. It's three hours and thirty yeah, yeah, minutes. Yeah. But uh, there's a part where they said, um, you know, uh, 
the Kardashian family is kind of behind them and they're putting a lot of money into it. And like, hey, we got you all these people that, you know, run campaigns and and, you know, get the vote and this, that and the other. And he's like, nah, I don't need them is, you know, I, all I need is God and God's going to let me win this election because <laughs> it's by his will. And just, you know, that whole, you know, over, over religious thing. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, you do. I mean, yeah, you do. God, yay. <laughs> and, and, also, oh, yeah. and also the fact that he did not sign up for he was supposed all he had to do was sign a, a thing, thing yeah. to say like i am running and he was late on that and he didn't even do it so when he went to go vote he wrote his name in so oh. he wasn't so he didn't he didn't even fill out the the, the paperwork to be on the ballot oh really so those six thousand some like that six that was people writing in his name Oh, I thought he actually got on the ballot. No, he never even got on the ballot. He didn't get on the ballot because he didn't fill. He didn't Don't file the paperwork. To get on the- <laughs> Don't give Brian more fuel. So, no, no, but- hey, hey, watch the Diddy, thing. I'm not making fun of the dude. Watch it. I'm not making watch fun it. of the dude. I'm just saying, it like, is, it is this, fascinating. And the other videos that he's that's done an example on Kanye. Of the manic side, though, right? Like, hmm. or the ADHD, like. I'm going to run for president, but I'm going to forget to submit all the paperwork I need to be on the ballot. I don't know if he forgot or he just did He's didn't not the one submitting it himself. He <laughs> was because he didn't if get you a have team. a team. Because your God, team. No, he, he has a team. Need a team. He, he has a team God for everything else. God's the team. God didn't sign the papers. <laughs> you guys didn't watch a yay documentary. I know that for sure, by the way. Y'all like I didn't I didn't watch it yet. I do want to watch it. See, watch EA documentary. Brian, watch so, EA documentary. But also, I'll, I'll point this out, too. I'll point this out, too. Ra- tra- Trapper, Trap Lore Ross <laughs> yeah. also has another video about Kanye yeah. talking about when his mom passed away and uh, why yeah. she passed away and what happened. And he, like, this, the, the heart-wrenching thing of that is listening to the 911 call. Oh, and, I don't want to. Hold on. How did he even get the 911? This motherfucker. People just leaking stuff out, man. I Who's know. Leaking the- yeah, true. That's so nasty. It's, it's, leak it's, out the 911 call. It's That's- really, really sad because the 911 person on 911 is telling them to do chest compressions and to asking if they if this person's breathing, and the person on the phone clearly is not doing that. And so when when they let her go from the hospital. She was supposed to be. She was supposed to have a registered nurse. For some reason, they did not hire a nurse, a registered nurse. They just let their assistant take care of her. So it was just like. And when you're saying they, you're talking about Kanye, Kanye's group, or whoever. So it's really it's so like this guy has been doing like Jesus. a lot a lot of like stuff. He's like, okay, why does Kanye and and. And I mean, when you have say a that, it makes, beef, and you know, I understand so why Kanye doesn't trust teams. Then, like, well, it's his that family. Out that way. Like, there's other stuff with his family too, where it's just like they had, someone got a laptop, and then they were trying to extort him for the stuff that was on the laptop, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's oh, just yeah. it's it's that's you know, messy. It's hey, man, sad. don't get me wrong. I've always said Kanye has had a rough ride. I I understand that. And Skinny, you're right. I should watch a documentary because I I you know I have questions about Kanye. They touch on the presidency thing. They touch on all of it. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. And watch, they explain why the paperwork wasn't done. W- they watch Genius. Watch okay. Genius. That's all I'm saying. I'm just... Because I don't... I'm, okay. Do it. Do it. So, I'll watch it too. All I'll I know is God... Too. All I know is if you say I don't need a team, God will... It's God... <laughs> it's divinely decided. God is not submitting paperwork. 
<laughs> just understand. That's how that works. Three episodes. That's all. Um, uh, what'd you hit us with, Skinny? What, what'd you watch recently? Trini to the bone. <laughs> Atlanta? Hell yeah. Oh, Context, man. please. Uh, so Trini, I learned that Trini to the bone is a song or a lyric in a song. Wendell, you can clarify this oh. for me. Hit me. Oh, Hit me. So Trini uh, to the Bone is a song. Uh, is it early 2000s, I think? Really? That's uh, and it's um, it's a Soka song and it's like a collaboration. And it's basically like, a, a, hey, man, welcome to the land of Fet, Trini to the Bone. It's a big like, hey, yeah. come, you know, kind of like, I think it was definitely used for um, promotional, like, you know, come to Trinidad kind of thing. Awesome. Yeah, it was around that era of like uh, Shadow had a song called Stranger. Where he was like, they're talking about carnival. Come down to carnival. If you're a stranger, mm. this is how you this is how you perform in carnival. This is how you you get a flag, you get a rag, just kind of like a instructional video to new people for <laughs> carnival, basically. Um, but yeah, Trini Bone is is a very popular song. Uh, you throw it on a soca party. Uh, everybody, everybody else from the Caribbean gets mad. All the trees go, yay! <laughs> As we do. As of we course, do. we get mad. Y'all think you're the best island? Because we are. <laughs> Anyway, uh, oh, a 15-year-old Antiguan whooped everyone in the track and field. I didn't see the Trini win. Anyways. This guy is going to bring up track and field. Okay. Anyway, so Atlanta, <laughs> episode eight, uh, opens with we see a young man driving down the New York block. Sorry, jogging down the New York block, listening to wild trap music, uh, as they do. Um, no, which I've noticed, whenever Atlanta decides to have a standalone episode, you will get the FX presents at the top of the episode and not anywhere beginning after they do their little stick. That's how I know it's usually not a paperboy slash earn episode. So this one opens like that. I'm like, okay, standalone does its thing. My man gets to his apartment and opens with the family wondering where their nanny's at. Um, I think her name was Sylvia, which shout out to my aunt Sylvia. I actually have an aunt Sylvia. So that was really, really. Is she Trini? Yes. Very, <laughs> my mom's cousin. Very many dope things in this episode oh, where I would call God. back to and think of my mom's. Trinis. We're the best. Mm-hmm. Too it's many Trinis celebrating right now. Exactly. We got a they whole know episode. Us. They know us. <laughs> they know us. They know us. They know us. Hey, boy. So, yeah. <laughs> it opens with their son, uh, Bash, Sebastian. He, um, They got him eggs benedict. He's not trying to eat it. He wants his 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 spice with it. So they put his spice on. Mildly spicy, as the container says. Father yeah. tastes it, and of course, it's like death to him. <laughs> so he almost chokes up, and he's almost finished. Um, he gets another call. They're like, where is she? Why isn't Sylvia here? He gets a call. Unfortunately, Sylvia has passed away. Oh. Um, and then in the middle of this, I get, they get a knock on the door with a package that's addressed to her, but the father then, like, I guess, returns it because it's not for her, and he sends it back to her address. Anyways, they proceed to go to the funeral. Um, I'm skipping a lot of, like, minor annoying things about his his wife, Bronwyn, and all this stuff because I want to just get Bronwyn. to the good... Yeah, her name's with Bronwyn. I want to get to the good sugar-coated part of the actual funeral, <laughs> which they... <laughs> oh, Lord, here we go. So they meet up. Uh, they get to the funeral. They wonder if if it's the right spot. They meet up with their daughter Khadijah, uh, who starts speaking to their five year old, who's clearly been influenced by his nanny, um, Sylvia, and he just starts quoting everything in the book. Like, I, just imagine your young five year old self, Wendell, fully mm-hmm. grown up in Trinidad, 
mm-hmm. and the way you would speak and talk and interact with other trainers. <laughs> but it's a five-year-old young yeah, white five-year-old boy. white boy. Yeah. From, from like the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Wow. Named Sebastian. <laughs> uh, one of the lines was uh, just, it was all around goodness. I just recommend anyone to watch the episode. They get inside the funeral home. <laughs> Oh, so good. They get inside a funeral home and <laughs> you hear um one of the uncles tries to, you know, can he introduces himself to the family and then he gets pulled away <laughs> very, very quickly. He's one of those, as you say, uncles who's too fast. Oh mm-hmm. saying very trini. So he's very much prying and speaking on their business. Then they turn their heads and they meet another young white male who was also raised by Sylvia, as you see, and it's the mighty Chet Hanks. Um, very much speaking to no, his own. really? Yeah, it's actually Chet Hanks. No! <laughs> they get Chet Hanks to speak in the same very well accent that he was ridiculed and made fun of for. Mosleks probably speaking Yo, to the fact I that... I gotta say, respect to Gambino and crew to yeah. get wow. Chet Hanks to yeah. come through and play his role. And Carter's and own self. To, yeah, but respects to Chet for get, being like cool with on the, the joke. joke. Yeah. Mm. Like, but it also speaks to very much probably how he was raised. If you Ooh. think about it, oh shit! Oh. Right, Tom Hanks had a okay. This whole episode, I, I always thought he was trying to speak speak with a Jamaican patois. Not I mean, he is Trini. He, he is. Could, he could. He, he is. Purpose, but okay. for the yeah, purpose for of this. the episode, I guess they're just okay. playing up that he's just because uh, remember a lot of these people watching this FX Atlanta show aren't going to know the difference between yeah. Trini and mm-hmm. Jamaican mm-hmm. patois, mm-hmm. right? Like we understand, but mm-hmm. they're going to watch it and be like. Oh, this makes sense. We understand. Russell Peters understands. Yeah. To people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he knows the nuances. So All of he... Brampton is just watching this like, hey. <laughs> All of Brampton. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Brampton fam. Shout out to Brampton people. Uh, yeah, it was. It, so Chet Hanks is there, and it's really just kind of makes you realize that, yeah, there are a lot of young white and or, you know, other race children that are being like, raised yeah. by West Indian Caribbean women. Yeah, who are you know spending most of their time with them, and their influences obviously move on to these children, which is why you may actually come out with a Chet Hanks or so on and so forth. Interesting the, commentary. The, the other side of that, and this is not original commentary, but mm-hmm. I understand it, and I kind of no, 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 no. get that. Yeah, I've actually had this conversation. I'll explain my point after, but I'll, I'll explain. Yeah, the other side is that which they show in this funeral is that while they're out raising and being that's their job, they also cannot be at home for their own kids. Mm-hmm. So while they're at the funeral and they're performing and talking about Sylvia's, you know, she had a colorful life before she even started nannying, whatever, which the family that she works for weren't even aware of. Yeah. And they now finding this out that she led a dance group and she's oh, this, cool. and she had all these like, like a bachelor degrees and decks and all that stuff in schooling and whatnot. And then they start, they do one of her, her dance troops decided to do a, you know, uh, I want to say, yeah, memoriam, a dance for her and memoriam to her. They want to yeah. kind of do just like do like a kind of like a memorable thing for her. So yeah. they decide to dance to Trinity to the Bone. Ah. <laughs> However, the daughter, the older daughter, I think her name was Princess. Her name was probably Princess. Uh, jumps on <laughs> the stage halfway through the song and says and just cuts it out to speak on Mama. You were never there for me. Oh no! You know, mm. and and then everybody, hey, you need to stop. She was like, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Where were you when she got? Where was she when you got jumped? And I had to find, look for you for like three days, and I couldn't find you, and all sorts of things. Yeah, and it really so. And it, but then the comedy hits where she starts like, "Mama, I miss you," and then she starts like wailing on the coffin. Oh no! Okay, which I don't know if that happens at Trini funerals. I've never been to one. I've but, been to uh, one, and I've I've seen. I've been to a West Indian funeral and seen that. 
Okay. Mm. So it's they're... more, I would say you would hear the, the, the wailing crying more yeah, yeah. so than, than that. I, I haven't seen anyone well, she's really just go on a, on a coffin and not. Oh, no. I don't see people on, wilding like that. I full on saw uh, someone at a funeral when they were starting to lower, like jump, physically jump as it was lowering and start wailing on it. So mm-hmm. I know some people go, get into that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, they go ahead and do that, and then it turns into from there, <laughs> it turns into to one man being like, Oh, I always knew you were crazy. And the man turns no. to me and he's like, Hey, how about you shut up? And I was like, eh, 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 eh. And then <laughs> they run at each other. Oh, Boom, no. everybody starts rustling. One of the sisters for Sylvia starts running, running to the, uh, the coffin, being like, Take me with you. Like, way more funny things are happening, and I'm leaving out. And then yeah, finally, yeah. they show the, the, the family are like, Okay, we need to. Out of here, let's take our son to yeah. sleep, and then they finally sound like, Hey, oh, yeah, y'all scaring the white people. Yeah. <laughs> Ends there, cuts to them being at home, and the wife is still kind of like, you know, upset that she they even brought their son to that, you know, to, to that experience. And then the father was like, No, like, we 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 had to bring him to that because yeah. we need to experience it. One thing, okay, they said they did say this after they did scare them, the, the, the black people did say, it, and the Trini said to them, Um, he's like, It's okay. This is just how we hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I was like, okay, that's dope that they included yeah. that. Though yeah. a little extreme, it's it, dope that they included that. Did yeah. did they invite them to the hot meal afterwards? <laughs> after, they they had the little, after they had the little drama upstairs, did they bring them, you know, to the to the little they mentioned the hot the meal. Hall. They mentioned yeah. everything that was gonna be in the hot meal, including mm-hmm. all the food that we love and know. And it was great oh. to hear that because just that yeah, access that's, that's part of it. That's part right. of it. Like I was right. at home, it was great. Um the episode, I won't. The episode ends with the package that they've tried to return three or four times. Finally, like, okay, and it's great because no one really catches this part. But you know the Trini knock? You know the Trini knock that's usually like, like super rapid? Like, uh, <laughs> like, you don't even understand how they're doing that that fast with their hand. But <laughs> yeah, literally, but it's, not, door. it's not this way. It's not no. forward. It's back. Oh, okay, right. Oh, okay. So they do. Nah, that makes sense because my mom would wake me up to drive her to work six a.m. and I'd be like, she just come to my room. I'm like, well, yo, 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 yo. It's, 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 it's aggravating. It's literally yeah. So <laughs> it's three cool. o'clock in the morning and the husband's lying in bed awake because he's thinking about the events of the day and he gets that knock at his door. So I'm like, oh shoot. And when they oh, landed the this knock? year, no, it's not the five year. Oh. When they landed this year, everything they do, they're trying to have this creepy vibe to you. Yeah, yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. Since that first episode where they talked about we're all, you know, cursed. Yeah. You feel like these yeah. jump scares or something creepy is going to happen in these standalone episodes, much like this. Anyways, he gets to the door. It's just the same package that he's been trying to return forever. If he looks down the hall, I don't know. I wouldn't be looking down the hall, but he looks <laughs> down the hall and sees nothing. I'd be inside. He stands there and he's just like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to open this package. Opens the package to see. Pictures of Sebastian and Sylvia from Family Day, well, Parent Teacher Family Day, which the parents got ridiculed before earlier in the episode for not being at. Okay. Um, it's Sylvia and the son sitting, and legit, they zoom in and the they look exactly like each other. Like in terms of looks on the face, it's yeah. identical. You can clearly see like the father realizing that he's had almost no influence on his son's upbringing in the, in the past yeah. five years, and that this woman, his nanny, has been basically. And do, so while so wild conversation I had, I used to have a friend that grew up in TMR mm-hmm. and she used to talk about how bad her relationship is with her mom. Mm. And she would tell me stories about how her mom got raised by nannies and then how her grandmother got raised by nannies. And I and I said to her, 
and you know, trying not to pry, but just in conversation, I said, "Do you ever wonder if the disconnect between the 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 like generations is the fact that the mothers or the parents aren't raising the kids, mm. and then that's why it's hard for them to connect with the children? Mm. So then they have bad relationships with the kids because." The relationship they had with their parent was a bad relationship that's based solely on whatever the cultural norms were. So mm. if you throw it back to when, you know, families were in the, let's say, the South mm. and it's all about the proper Southern Bells and you have the 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 when the 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 de- debutantes come out and all that stuff like these relationships that you had where someone else was raising your kid and you're just going by like society social standards of uh, of interactions and your daughter is expected to be with a gentleman and you're like and if your daughter doesn't want to do these things she's a bad kid Mm, you also never raised the kid to do it you had someone else raising the kid so you were directing someone to do teach your kid to do these things it's like broken telephone so if you keep raising kids through broken telephone for generations and generations you're just going to end up with really bad connections and really bad relationship with your kids. And that episode, it sounds like that's what that ending is. Like that little kid, Sebastian sitting with Sylvia looks like his parent. Cause mm-hmm. Sylvia is the parent. You mm. might be paying her bills, but she's the parent mm. and you haven't been interacting with this kid. You haven't been making direct decisions. You've been like raising through broken telephone, hmm. but everything is filtered through a West Indian woman who is going to say it differently. You know, like put away your toys is clean up the room. Like, you yeah, know, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> yep. it's not going to be the same thing. Yeah. So, and that's what I thought was really interesting in what you were saying about the episode and the ending, because it really reminded me of the conversation I had with that friend from TMR. I and she didn't flip- even take it badly. She was just like, mm. maybe you're right. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not trying to judge. I hope that's not how it came across. She's like, no, I, I understand what you're saying because it is generations of. And then that other thing Skinny said real quick about how when these parents are helping in those households and not raising their own kids, that mm. also causes these kind of weird connections. I think like the flip side for us in Montreal would probably be Filipinos. Yeah, I was going to say Filipino women. Yeah. If you take that 124 bus in Montreal from <laughs> uptown into Westmount, you know the vibes. Mm-hmm. I've been on that bus. Yeah, yeah. You see every stop along the way going towards downtown on the 124. You get on at Plamondo Metro and you go all the way through Westmount. And then if you get off at Victoria by Vendome, the bus is empty and every single Filipino or not even just Filipino, but mostly Filipino mm. has woman, p- p- parents, uh, help, helper, nanny, all of them just got off different spots in Westmount. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, just go one morning. I used to see it all the time, and I was always just like, the first time I saw it, I was I'm just trying like, to do that. That's okay. Let's do that. Uh, it was it was interesting the first time. I was just like, this is such a weird vibe to just see it. Like, it's one thing to see it on TV. It's another thing to see it in person happen along your route. Mm. But yeah. Because in relation to that episode, I remember I really remember that I think it was Donald Glover's um, stand-up special "Weirdo," where he talks about the tr- Trini uh, nannies and stuff like that. Hmm. In fact, one of my aunts, shout out, <laughs> she just had a birthday not too long ago. Uh, is one of is is an au pair slash nanny kind oh, yeah. of thing okay, too. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, definitely a real thing. Definitely something that really 
touches a lot of people in general. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, that's it's gonna be weird at the at the family reunion. Oh, that was <laughs> she Ray she. She Ray she. Don't worry, worry. Come, come, come take a plate. You want a drink? <laughs> and it's funny because sometimes I you know, you see, and especially here in Montreal, there's like a specific park if you grow up in uptown where on the weekend the Filipino community gathers in that park and does like barbecues and stuff like that. And I've always wondered, like, do any of the kids that they're helping raise ever want to go to it? Because I'm sure they've heard someone talk about, like, they probably <laughs> mentioned. Because I could imagine if I was a kid being raised by somebody and you talk about this wicked ass party you throw almost every weekend in the summer, mm. I'd want to go to that party. Yeah, so it's, up, it's yeah. stuff like that that it just makes me wonder what their relationships are like. And that whole Chet Hanks part was funny because it makes me wonder, like, what is it like when these kids turn into adults and they have these attitudes and these relationships with the parent, with the, the au pairs and nannies and you're just like how do you even react and interact and do you ever want to find out more about this person that helped raise you because the people that I, you know quote unquote mm -hmm. raised you didn't actually do it you know yeah fun times folks raise your kids yeah <laughs> <laughs> message <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Oh, um i actually saw a video on youtube where this guy that like speaks really good mandarin he lives in new york uh, he's really good at learning dialects and different languages really quickly. So oh, he cool. did one for Jamaican Patois and oh, went gosh. to Jamaica Avenue slash, um, what was it, Bob Marley Avenue, I think it's called now. Mm. Yeah. And so he's talking with the Jamaicans and the Jamaicans are like, oh, yeah. what, part of, what part are you guys? Like, oh, no, no, I'm from Yard, I'm from Yard. And this and and like they're hooking him up. And then someone, he was asking somebody, uh, oh, where can I get some Jamaican food around here? And like, you follow me you follow me and they're just walking with this woman to this spot so funny <laughs> yo man but that's like that's something when i was in school in comms we talked about that that uh those signals mm. where like someone who speaks in the same dialect as you that comfort yeah you know like that it's one of the reasons all these kids from france come to quebec yeah because it's like, oh, someone speaks the same language as me. I feel more comfortable already just because you're speaking the same language. Even if you're speaking a different version of the language, you're speaking yeah. something closer than anywhere else. And they still mm. start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They but still start like all the time. But yeah. No, that's cool, man. Uh, I would love to see documentaries about stuff like that. Just like someone, that guy who does dialects, just mimicking dialects all over the world and see how he quick. Does. Like, he does. He's, I, yeah, he, okay. He, he does one. I'll I'll send you the oh, link. You you know what's wild? Imagine him doing Amazing Race. Mm. And oh. Just like burning through Amazing Race. Because everywhere he gets, people are just comfortable with him. Like, yeah, man, come. I'll show you how to get to the airport. You want a ride? He's like, no, you're cheating, sir. Go <laughs> home. <laughs> Brian, um, do we have two minutes to tear into a, a certain company that I feel like has been failing? You know what? I did promise the city. you time. I did promise you time, folks. We're going to take a moment out of our time to talk about the stupidness put a little extra shup stupidness no, of certain companies skinny by all means hit us <clears throat> well to be very very quick my first amazon package was stolen from my uh the front entrance of my my, my building hmm. it was a uh a, a 50 pack a big pack of wet wipes that anyone would use and i currently use to wipe you know, wet spots and so on. And uh, let's just say Amazon did not. Um, first of all, you, your drivers, ever since Amazon 
the thing we're going through a little revolution here ever since Amazon started getting their own trucks and putting their own drivers in these trucks since the oh, yeah. pandemic. Because I'm noticing that a lot more. Yeah, it's been happening a lot more. It used to be Intelcom, it used to be Pure Later, it used yeah. to be you know just mail people who've been delivering packages. Yeah, so they know how to act. Yeah. These ragamuffin ass people that they seem to be getting <laughs> to be delivering these packages on some high school dropout type shit don't really know how to, I don't know, read or follow instructions and or and I'm not really dissing you, but I'm dissing you because this is like the eighth time that it's specified in my account to say leave the package at the blood clot door. My door. Well, I'm not gonna say my apartment number, but my <laughs> door. Good. Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't, hey, <laughs> don't dots myself. Uh, we have a sign on a mailbox downstairs that says, hey, leave all packages upstairs. Okay. Amazon tells me on the phone today, uh, well, it seems like you got a picture saying that it was delivered. I'm just like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I hate that shit. I didn't get a notification, though, when you delivered it, and I yeah. can't go back to the tracking for some reason and see what time exactly it was delivered. All I see is this big, stupid picture of this package that once was into my front entrance and not at the front door. So when I'm like this morning at like 6 o'clock in the morning, to be, you know, so make sure I get somebody that's fresh, and they kind of like, they're not having a bad day, so they're just trying to give me all the free shit. Um, <laughs> my man Ahmed tells me that there's nothing that he can do until tomorrow for 48 hours for reasons yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. And he also almost like, well, if it says it was delivered, then why can't you just refund me now? Or right. order it now. He's so, like, oh, well, no, because there's a 48 window, 48 hour window. Right. So with. for those of you who don't know, this is something I feel like people should know. Please Amazon know. has a policy that if you get a package, if you have a package on its way and it says delivered, even if you don't have the package and it says delivered, they have this weird thing where it's like, oh, we have 48 hours between when it's entered as delivered and when you can actually receive it. Because people and actually I'm, find their package later sometimes. I don't. Yeah, know and I thought I remember, thing. and I was telling Skinny about how it happened to me at work one day, where they I got the notification that it was delivered. I spoke to the dude in the mailroom. The dude in the mailroom's like, no man, nothing came through. I called back. They're just like, okay, well, we're sorry, you know, it, you have to wait the forty, the forty-eight hours. So I call back exactly two days, and I'm like, I didn't get the package. It's not here. No one signed for it. You have no proof of anyone signing for it. And there's a receiver here at my office who would have received it. So something doesn't make sense. So they send me another one. Guess what happened to the first one? What? Showed up the next day after. <laughs> The second one arrived. It showed up after the second one <laughs> arrived. Damn. So I ended up with two copies and I ended up giving one to somebody. See, mm. that's a good thing. At least I know that there was a package and a picture. Yeah, but there's a picture for yours. So yeah. They didn't ring the doorbell. They yeah. didn't buzz nothing. So somebody definitely saw them bring it in. And it's mm. these these wet wipes, it's a heavy package. So mm. they thought, oh, I got me some electronics. Idiot. Uh, Turn around, you have like a life surprise, lifetime surprise yeah. wet wipes. <laughs> Unless you have a small child, which that'll last you like a month. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> like, and I'm so yeah. mad about the re-up. It's like the principle of the thing. Someone's just like, well, just go buy a pack real quick. I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, I already yeah. dropped the allocated wet yeah. wipe money. And I'm waiting <laughs> to get that. So that like, I ain't moving. Wet wipe money I'm not moving till I get that back. Like, come on. Allocated oh, wet wipe money. So, I mean, obviously, uh, I'm going to buy more, but it's just like, yeah. yeah. A friend of mine, I think she bought a Vitamix blender off of Amazon right. and the people just left it at the front and obviously got swiped. Yeah. So what she did was obviously complain, got her money back. 
ordered a second one, made sure she was home this time. Package came. She got it right away. Because nowadays, they don't put that stuff in a box. They just Vinamix box. Slap yeah. the stickers on it. Boop. You can obviously see what it is. Yeah. So she made sure she was home. She got the box. Emptied out the box. Put in about a pound of used cat litter. Sealed up the <laughs> box. Put it right back on her doorstep. Swiped. And she's like... Oh good <laughs> just it served no, that's, that's like the mark roper uh, videos where he mm-hmm. does every year for christmas where he put the glitter bombs with the stink and the gps so that he can find it films the people oh it yeah post yeah. their location it sprays them with stink bomb uh like chemical compound that he made and it sprays a, a, an adhesive uh glitter like super fine glitter into their house once they lift the cover off the box and the later versions of the the glitter bomb that he made have um like uh latches that yeah. pop into place so when you pull it up you can't cover it back because exactly. what yeah. some people were doing was pulling it up and as soon as it started releasing hey, gas yeah cover just... back so he fixed that so you couldn't do that anymore <laughs> so now as soon as you lift it you're, you're stuck with it yeah and on top of that it's continuously sprays like on a cycle so it'll stop and you'll be like oh it's done and then it'll start back yeah, again. It'll, and it like yeah, spins it's and, yeah it's yeah. kind of if you guys haven't watched those videos those are some of my favorites uh we actually have to sign off <laughs> real quick so we will do the geek news uh super super fast today yeah. uh we're just going to run through the headlines essentially went over. geek news and rumors headlines folks uh justin lynn fast x exit puts the universal uh, in a tricky and costly race to replace him. Uh, funny enough, they did with yeah, Louis yeah. Leterrier, a French director who will be taking over for Fast X. So within a week... He did the um, the transporter, if I remember right. Yes, the first two. two. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Miller clarifies the 240 characters, quote, was misleading. Uh, a lot of those characters in the new Spider-Man uh, across the Spider-Verse and beyond the Spider-Verse will appear as background characters. They will not be focal points there's going to be a specific group of six to eight characters i think is what he said that were going to be the focus focus and all the others would just be background characters that you see as they're traveling across the multiverse that's um yeah i mean (laughs) i'm I'm okay with that uh john watts is stepping away from f4 fantastic four franchise he was supposed to be taking over Uh, i know we, we had mentioned that he had done the three Spider-Man movies. He's been directing Spider-Man films for a decade. I can't even believe it's been 10 years already. And he's tired. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so I I understood that the dude's tired. I do, however, understand some people being like, you know, snort a line and get back to work. (laughs) Suck it up, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Like you're talking about... Making magic, get back to work. (laughs) Right? Like the other side of it is, and let's be honest, you're going from Sony affiliated because the mcu sony deal had was with spider-man you're now going to be full mcu you are going to be part of the disney family you're on your own yeah so (laughs) you would have been able to do a bit more with feige and no one no pascal or anyone else over at sony whispering in the back like include this character because we want to start a whole other franchise over here honestly maybe it wasn't even him and maybe it was like you know they have like the secondary directors mm. and if the guy's like a dick they end up usually doing most of the work 
Like maybe John Walsh is, isn't that guy, and he would lose his team. He's like, oh shit, I can't lose the Sony team. They cover my ass. Damn. Oh shit, <laughs> I'm just well, an indie dude. <laughs> I didn't think about that. That's well, that's wild. No, but you're not wrong. I, you know, you hear stories about that sometimes. Uh, cancellations Ooh. on the last episode. I said before May 27th, Netflix will cancel minimum two projects that you care about, oh, and no. you are any you out there. And I said that. Within a couple days, two projects that I cared about got canceled. <laughs> Raising Dion and Space Force both got canceled mm. within a couple days of that episode that we did. So uh, the you in that situation was myself, and I done messed up. You know, it'd be funny if Thanos did that snap and he disappears along with half people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how it felt. It really is. I I'm made it random. I'm oh no! Tell you guys, two <laughs> two projects that you care about are gonna get canceled, and two that I cared about got canceled immediately. It's like rolling a dice. Yep, it really was. Um, Batwoman and Legends of Tomorrow both canceled at the CW. Greg Berlanti is slowly losing power. Sorry, I, I know I shouldn't be that happy about it, but I've been saying for a long time that I don't like how much power this one person has. And uh, I feel like the people uh -huh. at Discovery, Warner Brothers Discovery, yeah. are also realizing, uh -huh. why do we have this much money invested yeah. in this Berlanti dude? And then Captain Marvel 2 and Ant-Man 3 have swapped dates. Don't know uh, if that's so smart. Just saying. Yeah, I know. Whatever. It seems a little bit weird to me, especially because Ms. Marvel is supposed to be coming out in November, right? No, June. June? Yeah. Oh, Miss Marvel's coming out that soon? Yeah, man. What was I thinking of? I don't know. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> Thor? <laughs> yes. No, Thor's July. Oh, Black Panther's wait, coming out. Black Panther's... Oh, oh, yeah, Black Panther. Black yeah. Panther. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, um, you know, the colored people. Those, that's, that's the movies that they're giving us. Right. <laughs> I hope it's doing all right. Uh, the Marvels... Say what? I hope it's. I hope Black Panther 2 is doing all right. Even though one of the yeah, stars kind of... Yeah, it'll be fine, I think. Yeah. Uh, the Marvel's push is released to September 23 as Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania moves up. So that's what's happening. They're swapping those dates. Um, and that's about... Oh, no. Last piece of news. Viola Davis in talks to star in Peacemaker spinoff. I oh, think that why? we would consider that... Wouldn't we consider it the Suicide Squad spinoff as opposed no, that, to saying... No, that, that brand's dead. Move on. <laughs> Peacemaker was the only yeah. thing that was salvageable out of that. <laughs> Move on. Damn. Okay. Uh, but that's all the news, folks. That's the whole we're not, show. We're not talking about uh, the rest in peace? Oh, sorry. That's true. I did say we we're going to move that to the end. Uh, oh. Yeah, I guess, unfortunately, we end on a sad note. But rest in peace to Neil Adams, uh, the comic book uh, writer-creator. He co-created... Uh, did he co-create him or did he create him for John Stewart? Full-on created? Mm. I don't remember. But I know sure. he was he was involved in the creation of John Stewart. I know a lot of people were really excited uh, you know, when he created that character. And funny enough that we just got a trailer today for Green Lantern oh. Beware My Power, which is a new animated DC film that stars and focuses on John Stewart as a character. Uh it's in a universe where unfortunately uh Hal Jordan has passed away. So it's a little bittersweet to talk about Neil Adams, but it's also his legacy continues on in characters like Jon Stewart and uh, all the things that he's done in comics. So we, we bid him uh, a goodbye and uh, his family, uh, we send our condolences. And to all the nerds out there, 
you know, uh, it's always hard when we lose someone. And uh, unfortunately, as we get older, we start to notice a lot more of the people that help create the stories that we love are passing away. But yeah. don't lose hope. There's a young generation coming along and they're going to be creating some cool stuff, too. So if anything, remember to support them and support local and indie stuff. Mm-hmm. Support local and indie stuff more often. We need you guys to do it because a lot of the local and indie stuff faces a lot of hardships along the way. And it's not fair to them. And if we can support them, they can grow and get the opportunity to do bigger things. Exactly. So, with that said, that's the end of the show, guys. We we always love doing the show with you. We uh, appreciate all of you tuning in. And we'll be back next week uh, to continue. Jaws, anything you want to tell the people? Take care, everyone. Peace out. Uh, check out um, Transformer Slag on YouTube. Check out my boy, Proto Man. And uh, have a good day. Have a good week. We out, y'all. Peace.